Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. There's going to be layers of like contrasting flavor palettes in there, and it's just going to be like, Bleh. like Friends, where she's like, I yeah, need exactly. a trifle, and there's like mincemeat in it. And you're like, ah, it's not a trifle. <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's that's weird. Uh, welcome to the podcast, everybody. <laughs> welcome. Uh, welcome back. My name is Pagan. I'm your host this week, and joining me is our my lovely co-host Dan. What's up, everybody? I actually don't know where you are in the frame. Where are you? I'm on your. <laughs> You're this left. Way? You're left. This no, way. you're flipped. Okay, no, it is. Yeah, oh, you're right. You're right. Sake. This way. The other way. <laughs> you got it. Yes, we are recording. <laughs> okay, sorry. This is a weird thing to do. Hello, sorry. Joining us this afternoon, evening, and good night is uh, is the lovely Sophie and Nate. Hello, everybody. Oh. Bonsoir. 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 <laughs> Dude. I honestly wish I studied more French. And when I say that, I mean, I've studied it for six years in school. And then I did a year and a half in university. And it's still extremely basic French. <laughs> like, like, I could probably understand more than I could speak. I'd be like, yes, I understand you. And then sometimes I'm just like, yeah, I should have paid attention more. Well, it's should've... all right. <laughs> we get... Your English is excellent, though. Listen, you, did you learn English Peyton. in school? You needed to know uh, French. In school, and then, uh, <laughs> and then basically uh, video games, watching movies or TV series. Mm. That's fair. Somebody did tell me this before as well that if I wanted to really pick up a language outside of school, so like if you had, so for example, I would study French until sixth year or whatever, and then I did it in college. They were like, you need to surround yourself with French media because you won't absorb French unless, like, you're, you're going to mm. do it like for two hours a day in school, but. It's not going to stick with you unless you absorb French media. So I'm guessing that is that's a big influencer in how in how I guess people just learn other languages. Oh yeah. Note to self. Immersion. Immersion. Very good. Oh, you know another tactic somebody said they were like you have to you have to think in French. Mm. I was like what? <laughs> what? They're like yeah. Instead of thinking in in English, you should try and think in French. And the more you do that, then the more it'll help you practice because it's like you practicing French in your head. I was like, huh. I've dreamed in German before, even though I don't have a great hold on the language. You've dreamed in German? Mm -hmm. The whole dream? As far as I remember it anyways. That's crazy. (laughs) But I dreamed in Spanish. You dreamed in Spanish? (laughs) Do you also speak Spanish? Yo hablo español un poco, pero... Si. Yo pienso Uh... que... (laughs) Uh, see, si. hablo un poco. Mm, no, hablo un poquito. 
Es daño. Un poquito. Un poquito. Un poquito. Es teeny tiny, but it's Spanish. Uh, I get enough to say hello. No es bueno. That's basically it. No es bueno. I took two years of Spanish in high school, and it is... Really? I honestly, I have such a, I have a big passion for languages. And I think if I could I go too. back in time, if I could go back in time and go back to college and instead of studying English and drama, I think I would have done European languages. I would have done French mm. and uh, Spanish and maybe Italian or something. Okay. I don't know. I just, I loved it. I did, I did in college. I did Spanish and um, I did Spanish, French, Japanese, and Italian. Cause you can take them as electives courses. Um, The problem was with Japanese, I started Japanese my first year and they only had two electives in it. So once I'd done the two electives, there was no way for me to practice more Spanish or more uh, Japanese and continue Japanese because they were just, that was it. That was all they taught you. And I was I've like, taken two semesters guy? of Japanese, Pagan. We could practice Get with each other. Get out of my head, Dan. It's just nice to meet you. Um, Sorry. That was such a weird time. Pagan, I'm so pagan sorry. tangent. Pagantin. Pagan tangent. Pagan. 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 Anyway, guys, welcome to the show. Hi. This is what happens here on the Repair Podcast. It's, just it's okay. Long. I'm just going to edit all of that out, and then we'll get to know you guys. Fine. Yes. Just chop <laughs> Just chop it all. Or do the little fast forward button. I did the, last, the fast forward in the last episode, <laughs> if you haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it yet, no. But that would make sense. It was a long episode. It was not oh. a long episode. It was. How long did you make it? We were chatting for a good while. When it was just you and I, it was an hour 15. Oh, shit. That's a good time. Yeah. Damn. Anyway. It was good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if anybody hasn't checked that out yet, it's just me and Dan last week, and it was cool. Um, but now we have lovely, lovely guests, and it's yeah, time I... to get to know you guys. So I'm going to ask you the first question, which is, where are you from? Let us start with Sophie. I am from England, UK, uh, Yorkshire, if you want to be specific. Yorkshire. Uh, like yes, the pudding? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm like the pudding. being purposely ignorant. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, that is, that's not even. Like, Yorkshire pudding has such a close place to my heart. Oh, my God. It's so good. I don't think you I've guys make it. that? I presume that you did. I presume you made it. I should say that you did. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I Are you a fan you. of Yorkshire pudding? I'm a big fan. I love them. My mom gives me extra portions when we have them. Yeah, same. It's never enough to just put one on. You know what I mean? Like when you have a Sunday roast yeah. and they're like, hey, do you want a Yorkshire? And they put one on the plate. You're like, excuse me. You want to please? You want to put at least another one on there? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so tasty. Um, Nate, where are you from? Well, I'm from Toulouse, France. France. I love it. Your accent is so cool. Fantastic. Okay. I've been to France. Fantastic. <laughs> have you? Yeah. Once I don't remember That's where a long I had way from it was uh, when I was visiting Germany to see my mom and we had driven into France from Munich, so I'm gonna just assume it was whatever town is closest to the border. <laughs> driving from Munich, I think it was Strasbourg. I yeah, have no idea. <laughs> I'd have to ask that would my be mom. on the border of Germany. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have been to Nice, um, to Paris. Lucky, yeah. <laughs> I've been I've been to quite a few places. I'm very, we are a bit luckier here though in the EU though, um, mm. Dan, because we can just hop a flight over. 
I don't think it might be as easy for you guys now, Sophie, with Brexit and, and everything. Oh, I presume. <laughs> I presume. But yeah, anybody here in the EU just hops a flight over and it's like two hours to France or something. Two hours to Paris. Um, which is so cool. And then we just hop the train to Disneyland. <laughs> mm. Euro Disney. Nice. There's never a hop at anything in the States to anywhere. <laughs> There's never a hop at anything. <laughs> I gotta say, though, I feel like your public transport seems so strange. Like, we have public transport everywhere. Maybe even Ireland is not that great, but especially mm. England and the UK and, like, big cities, I presume, in France. Like, Nice and um, Paris both have really good public services. Like, I rem- from what I remember. I feel like you public have, like, transport is more good transport, important in, the, in Europe. Uh, I didn't hear your question, Pagan. Oh, sorry. Do you do you have good public transport in Toulouse? Like, do you have lots of buses and trains? Yeah, we got buses. We got subways. We got uh, we got trains. Well, yeah, we got all of it. There's actually um, there's like trains that go like all over Europe. Like, you could buy a ticket. Um, Ah, for the I can't. It's called interrailing, basically. Um, you could you could basically do it for a summer. You could do interrailing, and it's just like a couple of train lines and stuff, and you get like discounts and everything. You just hop on, hop off trains, but like throughout the whole of Europe. So it's not even just central to towns and cities. Yeah, Where we got that too. Together? See, it's just so nice, and you could just travel anywhere you want. You don't have to be limited by a car. Whereas in America, you definitely need a car. Mm. You Depending need a car on to get where you live, yeah. I mean, you can fly to New York and get rent fine, but like, if you're going anywhere outside, like we like we went to Florida and we just you needed a car. There was it depends no on the metropolitan area you're in. Like some cities have very good transport systems in place, but not all of them. And all the interesting ones, mm. <laughs> all the interesting ones just don't. They're just like, get a car. It's fine. You'll come to us. Um. Yeah. It was, it was a weird tangent. I do apologize. Here we go. It was a coffee field tangent. I have no regrets. How did you guys find Retro Replay? Again, Sophie, we're going to start with you. Um, I think I was recommended uh, the first episode back in 2018 when it first started. And uh, I'm, I'm a fan of both Troy and Nolan uh, from like way back in 2013 when I Small game called The Last of Us came out. <laughs> that was a game. <laughs> and uh, I subscribed. I think I watched the Spider-Man episode back then. And then I proceeded to not watch anymore for a good while. And then I got back into it about a year ago. And I've been watching ever since. Cool. I The first Spider-Man episode is just like, it's something that just rakes you in. Definitely, I would go back and watch that. Like, and it's only twenty minutes. It's funny where you when you go back and watch it. I think it's less than twenty minutes. I rewatched it the other day, actually. Did you? Yeah. No way. Yeah, I went back and started watching some level one again because it's just the feel good. Just feels good. (laughs) It feels good. (laughs) Feel good. Yeah, they had some really killer episodes, especially Ninja Gaiden. I love the Ninja Gaiden episode. It's so good. Yeah, the Ninja Gaiden episode is great. I love Sunset Riders. Mm. Mm -hmm. Sunset Riders is a good episode. Um, Nate, what about you? How did you find the Retro Replay show in the community? Well, I, w- well, I was on YouTube just uh, watching uh, Watch Mojo, and then I just saw there was a, there was a collaboration with Retro Replay when 
Nolan and Troy react to their uh, top 10 video game performances. Mm. At the time, I didn't know that Retro Replay uh, existed. So uh, I just uh, jumped on the channel. I just saw the Spider-Man episode. And then I just like it. So I subscribed. So you've been subscribed then for, yeah, for the same. So it's like the same time Sophie's been over two years. Yeah. Nice. Oh, So you guys have been here pretty much from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Just been lurking for a good while. So are you guys in true founding 500 then? Uh, Fair to say? Possibly. I mean, (laughs) they definitely were there. Retro replay usually, you know, still assumes like people have been around since the beginning, whether you were a paying member or not, they still look at those folks as founding 500 totally agree yeah 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 y'all oh geez oh geez um i do have a question then uh that isn't on my list here yeah. territory um curveballs curve <laughs> so you guys have been in the community for a long time like you guys have seen the show since you know it started in 2018 i'm wondering how, how are you liking the new version um that they're doing from covid like because of covid they've had to do a lot of zoom calls and We've sort of had to adjust the show. Like, how are you finding it? Let's start with oh. Nate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's a pretty good idea because uh, we know we are on a COVID situation. Just mm-hmm. uh, calling out the guests on Zoom. Well, we got. I got some. Um, I needed some time to adjust myself to uh, the to the idea, but. Now, I think it's, it's pretty fine. Okay, cool. So initially you were like, oh, I don't know about this. And then it seems to have just won you over. Yeah, just like, uh, okay, there's just what, one or two episodes and then we'll see after that. Okay, okay. That's interesting. It's nice that like initially it was like, oh, I don't know about this. And then it, it pulled you over. What about you, Sophie? Um, I was on board pretty much from the start when the change happened i liked it a lot i thought the feeling like, was pretty good no matter what happens i'm there. all good yeah, yeah. i'm there <laughs> i mean you pretty much gotta take what you can get at that point right <laughs> yeah. that's sure that's very true i think yeah like it could have just gone so bad during covid like to mm. be fair somebody been like not oh, closing down the studio take care you know yeah. what i mean like it could have just gone that way I'm so glad it didn't, though. I'm so glad that they're, like, doing Zooms and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. I think you're right. Cool. Yeah. Um, and I presume it's so bad for me to do. <laughs> I presume you all like video games. Obviously, Sophie, you mentioned The Last of Us um, yes. Part 1. And, of course, Nate, I'm pretty sure that's a gaming headset. Uh, yep. Your mic? Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> I've been uh, eyeballing Sophie's Pokemon poster and Sonic Boom poster there, too. So. Uh, Sonic, yeah, it's <laughs> Sonic Boom. You see, I saw the Sonic Boom. Sonic I didn't Boom. notice the Pokemon p- poster until you just pointed it out. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Yeah. <laughs> Look closer. I... Hold on. Is that... Is that... Now, here's where this kick is the kicker. Is that the 150 original Pokemon? It is, yes. Ooh. Uh, that's right. Oh, Sophie. <laughs> That's my girl. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anything after the 150 original Pokemon, I was just like, oh, God, this is just going to go on forever. And now we have, like, Easter Island-looking Pokemon. Have you seen that one? Mm. It looks like a head from Easter Island. The head with legs, basically. Yeah. Uh, I don't get it. Whatever. They like money. They're making money. 
they're going to continue doing it. Okay, fine. Um, so my the gamer question that we usually ask a lot of our guests on the show is just how you got into into gaming and what introduced you to, uh, I guess, video games in general. It doesn't have to be on a plat- uh, like a platform like a console or anything. It could be on PC or anything. Uh, Sophie, what about you? How did you get into gaming? Um, started way back when I was like nine or eight. Uh, my mom gave me a Game Boy, and there was a bunch of Disney tie-in games on that. Nice. And I, and I just liked playing them. The only one I remember um, being on the Game Boy is a Brother Bear tie-in game. And Brother I don't Bear. know why I remember that specific one. And, Did you play uh, Pokemon back then? Uh, not on the Game Boy, no, but as mm. soon as I got a DS, the first oh. Pokemon game I played was... Pokemon Diamond, I think. Okay. Either that or it was Heart Gold. <laughs> was, I couldn't think of the name for a second. Yeah, because like, uh, it was uh, Soul Silver and Heart Gold came out at the yeah. same time. Yeah. Back on the GBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because my follow up question would have been like, do you remember the first game? But you said it was like this Brother Bear tie in yeah. Game Boy. <laughs> game Boy is such a, such a good mm. classic. Mm. It is. It's such a, like, as soon as you touch a Game Boy now, you're like, ah, oh, nostalgia. I'm hoping the Nintendo will do a Game Boy Classic soon. Yes. yes, yes they yes, totally yes, should. Yes. <laughs> they totally should. Like, if they've just revamped the, um, what did they watch? The Game & Watch? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they've revamped that, you're just kind of like, oh, come on. <laughs> like, come on, Game Boy Classic. Like, let's do a relaunch here. Mm-hmm. I think the Game Boy would be just that size. I know, you know? right? <laughs> oh, my God. Just a small, smaller than the than the Game Boy Color. <laughs> be like, oh my god! I had a Game Boy Color. They were so teeny <laughs> mm-hmm. compared to the actual Game Boy. I was like, oh wow, this is new. <laughs> um, what kills me is like with technology like that. I just I remember being like, how can they make this smaller? You know what I mean? Like something huge, and then you would see the small version, and you're like. How did they do that? Like, how did you make that smaller? And then I just progressively got worse in that mind fuck when they started making phones really small. And I'm like, what? How? Why? How are you doing this? But they did it and technology. So there you go. Um, what about you, Nate? How was, uh, what was your first introduction to gaming? Uh, my first introduction to gaming, I think it was uh, Sonic the Hedgehog on Sega Mega Drive when I was... Uh... Mm probably three or four years old because my yeah it's because of my brother one of his friends uh, just uh, gave him the Sega Genesis but the but the first uh, the first game I I have I what well, sorry <laughs> just it's, okay. My words. <laughs> it's okay no problem. Take just your time keep, and think about just, it. Uh, ki- just to uh, keep it because uh, it's normal. <laughs> well, the first game uh, that I ever bought, not just bought that, someone just gave it to me. Well, it was Driver on the first PlayStation. Mm. Oh. That was a good one. They yeah, played one that, One of the right? classics. They played that on the show. Yeah, they played Driver 1 or 2, I forget. I know they I played like a Driver. Driver 1. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it was. Mm-hmm. We should fucking know. <laughs> we should know. Listen, 100 episodes, 100 games. 
<laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, Nolan and Troy played the first driver, so that's... Yeah. <laughs> there you go. See? See? Perfect. Nate knows. We should just ask Nate. Yeah. Yeah, it was the <laughs> Nate first knows. driver. PlayStation 1. Nate knows. After Uncle <laughs> Nolan knows, now that's Nate knows. <laughs> Perfect. I'm okay. I would subscribe to that. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy about it. You Please. make it, I'll, I will subscribe. There you go, sir. Um, do you guys still play games at the moment? Uh, yeah. Do you guys... Yeah, yes. Uh, yeah. What's your preferred platform? Do you have one? Oh. Like Xbox or PC, PlayStation? Switch. Mm-hmm. Nintendo. I, I am partial to Nintendo, but I also have a PS4, so I like PlayStation and Nintendo, I'd say. Mm. Is there one that you're playing more of at the moment? Uh, at the moment, I'm more so on my Switch. Okay, what are you playing? Yeah. Uh, a new game that just came out, uh, Hyrule Warriors. Oh my Age god. Calamity. I was going to ask if it's Hyrule Warriors. I was going to be like, Switch Bros. <laughs> oh, I love the Switch with the multicolored um, controller like bits. Yeah, I love that. We got a normal one with, with the black ones, mm-hmm. and I'm like, mm. Do you know what I mean? It's just the... boring. I like the little like red and blue. I like that. I got to get the purple and oh, orange Oh, look ones. at it. It's so cute. <laughs> I'm really yeah, happy to hear that you're playing Hyrule Warriors because I'm I love that game. I'm really excited that they did that. Is this related somehow to Zelda? Yes, it is. Yes. Aha! It is a uh, actively I did it. a. <laughs> I did it. I knew something. <laughs> it's a prequel to Breath of the Wild, but it's a spin-off yeah. series. Oh, cool! Yeah. I have not yet played Breath of the Wild on Switch, but apparently it's like the best game ever, and I do need to play it. Is this is accurate good. information? I think it's one of <laughs> yes. the best games ever made. Ever made? Yes. Oh. Ever right. made. I confirm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you also yeah. are a big fan of Zelda. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Like there's, there's, because <gasps> it's 2020, they're talking about like games of the, the decade and like Zelda, uh, Breath of the Wild is definitely like in the top three at least of the games of the decade. I just don't get it. I don't know. Maybe I've just. I mean, I obviously wouldn't get it. I haven't played it, so that's probably why I don't get it. I'm sure as soon as I pick it up, I'm like, this is the best game ever. And my mind would blow. Uh, <laughs> that's fair. What about you, Nate? Are you playing um, Switch at the moment? PS4? Uh, PlayStation and Switch. I got my PS... Still got my PS1, PS2, nice. the GameCube, nice. and uh, PS4 and a Switch. Nice. Are you so... playing anything at the moment? A, a game or anything? Um, on uh, the PS4, I'm playing Mafia 2 because I just bought the Mafia Trilogy this month. Mm. And on Switch, well, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Nice. Of course. That was, uh, that was its 35th anniversary this year. Yeah. Um, well, Super Mario, Mario Bros. was actually yes. the 30, yeah, Super 35th Mario Bros. Anniversary, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> anniversary. But, um, the, it's Nintendo, well course it's nintendo but nintendo itself is 35 right this year in Ooh. december november i don't think so because nintendo was around for a while before it started actually making nintendo consoles was it really yeah yeah oh, they used to be I a know, toy I manufacturer before they started making video games they made I'm playing cards fact check yeah i did yeah uh, they, they made yeah, playing uh, cards no I think so. yeah they were a toy company before they were a video game company you are so right. Oh, wow. The company was founded in 
<laughs> that what the fuck? Oh. I did not know so, that. So it's more God. like hundred and thirty years for Nintendo. Yeah, it's more like hundred and thirty years. <laughs> oh shit! Listen, cut that out. Don't let Drew know that I'm not <laughs> fucking Never. Up on Nintendo. Never. <laughs> shit. Uh, wow, that's amazing. You're so right. It was Origin as a card company. How did I not know this? <gasps> well, this is blowing my mind. I'm gonna do that later. Google's your friend, Peggy. Um, Google is my best friend. <laughs> like it's not gonna. Unless if you want to translate something. True. Totally do agree that. with this statement. <laughs> Absolutely. Do not use Google Translate to like write letters and stuff in French or Spanish or German. It just doesn't make sense. I wrote. Um, I used to write letters to like a German relative, and then use Google Translate to translate them. And she'd come mm-hmm. home and she'd be like, "Your letters don't make any sense." <laughs> and I was like, "Why?" And she's like, "Well, what do you do?" Like. This like verb doesn't belong here, and the sentence is weird. She's like, I can make it out, but it's like you're ty- you're writing in like backwards or something. German, probably. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> They're like, just don't use Google Translate. It's just the worst. That's like if a lot of Do products nowadays that come from like China and stuff, they'll use Google Translate to write the instructions, and it'll like yeah. be ass backwards trying to read. <laughs> you know, um, Adam is teaching um, like Chinese students and stuff like that. Like he teaches a Chinese uh, college mm. um, via Zoom now, so there is like translate and stuff. So presentation wise, he like he's like, okay, I need to translate this. And then sometimes he'll get like comments back being like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> and he's like, I can't help it. Like I don't speak Chinese. I'm trying to translate, and Google Translate let me down here. Uh, yes, yeah, sucky, sucky. Oh well. Sorry, that reminded me of like a song, and then it started playing in my head. That's why there was a pause. I'm so I thought, sorry. I have a pagan pause. We haven't had a pagan pause. A pagan in a while. pause. <gasps> Throwback. Wow, we haven't. <laughs> this is five seconds of pagan pause. <laughs> Just let that, let that five sink seconds in. Seconds of pagan pause. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Followed shortly by Nate Knows. Nate <laughs> Stay knows. tuned. <laughs> Stick around. So Nate, tell us about your YouTube channel, Nate Knows. Well, I don't have a YouTube channel, but you do now. At least I have a Twitch channel. You do now. You do now. You do now. You have a Twitch channel? Yeah. Dude, what? Hold up. Let me follow you on Twitch. That's all. Just You're pause do right, that now. right now. Everyone I'm pause. I'm going to do that right now. Everyone. No, everybody right now. Here's your time to open Twitch app and go and find Nate on Twitch. Go ahead, Nate. What's your, what's your username? Bon bah alors euh, suivez-moi sur Twitch. Suivez-moi sur Twitch. Yeah yeah please please please. No come on. What's your what's your username? Um, Nate Tanner, thirty one one hundred. Perfect. And we can uh, oh! talk about that at the end of the show again too, and then we'll I'll include that in the show notes as well. Normally we do that at the end of the show, it's but loading. Let's do it. Done. Really Promise. Oh, you're working on it. Apologies for the shit quality. You're working on it. That's what yeah. it says. Yeah. <laughs> you're so cute. Okay, great. I- I've already followed. While we're on that subject, Sophie, do you have a Twitch channel? <laughs> I I do, but I don't stream anything. Oh, <laughs> you don't stream anything. You well, stream. I'm still hitting it up later. I'm still I'm still hitting it. Um. Tangent to decide, but I will actually tie this in shortly. Do you have a favorite game? And if you do have a favorite game, what is it? And also, 
are you twitching anything at the moment, Nate? That is like, are you playing a game on Twitch at the moment? Uh, on the moment, um, no. I'm still thinking what playthrough I'm uh, going to do next. Okay. Nice, nice. Uh, any ideas? Any kind of? Yeah, because uh, mostly it's a uh, retro channel, so I was oh. thinking about Onimusha Warlords on PS2. What? The Onimusha? Yeah, Onimusha. But yes. They, well, they, well, Capcom just uh, made a remaster version on the PS4, so... I have it on PS4 and Xbox, because <laughs> I love that game. Yeah, he's a nerd. That was my first PlayStation 2 game. <laughs> well, technically, technically, about. SSX was my first PS2 game. Hmm. But well, Onimusha just, is awesome. Well, I was thinking about Onimusha because uh, I just finished uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Mm. I did a yeah, I did a full playthrough on well on my PS4. So if because I wanted to stay on the samurai vibe, had so. that samurai itch. Nice. Ah, this makes mm. sense. I actually do know the game you're t- talking about. This is the first time I've probably, like, you've referenced something that I'm like, huh, I actually know what you're talking about. When I mm. Googled it, I had to look at it first. I didn't recognize <laughs> the name. But now that I, I, okay, I get it, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, that's cool. That's cool. Well, as soon as you guys, uh, you start streaming again, it'll come up on my thing, so I'll pop in. Nice. I do appreciate um, some retro games. Yeah, it's cool that you're playing retro games. Um, Sophie, what about you? Are you playing a game at the moment? Do you have a favorite game of all time? Actually, I'm going to pop this both to uh, Sophie and to Nate. What's your favorite game, Sophie? Do you have one? Do I have to choose just one? No. No, everyone comes in with like a top five. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Top five. Um, You can have a top, like whatever, if it's like between this game and this game. Yeah, yeah. Or franchises. That's a great one, actually. Um, well, I, I live in Chard, and solid. I like The Last of Us, one. Also solid. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I like The Legend of Zelda series. I played pretty much any installment that comes out, and I also like Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and uh, the Sonic franchise as well, and... Yeah, that would be my top five, I'd say. Mm. Nice. Follow-up question. You said you like The Last of Us 1. <laughs> I was going to point that out. Yes, indeed. You said <laughs> just the one. Care to elaborate? Um. Have you not played 2, or do you not like 2? I have played 2, and I wasn't the biggest fan. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, so, so do I. I don't think... <laughs> well, look. It is what it is. I guess some people were absolutely in love with that game. And I feel like the majority of people were not, though. Mm. Technically, that game is amazing. Story-wise yes, yes. and other Definitely. elements. You can listen to us talk about it for two hours on an po- episode of the podcast. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we, get in, we get into it, all right. Um, but good choices. I, I mm. love Pokemon. Pokemon is just beautiful. But I prefer the originals with 150. <laughs> yeah. Uh, really yeah. Pokemon. You've never played Pokemon? I don't really play Pokemon. I have played oh. it, but usually I get bored of it after a while. So, like, I have Pokemon. Yeah, it's repetitive. Leaf Green for the Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. That's the one I put, like, the most time into, and I've tried a lot of the newer ones as they've come out. And then it's just like, 
Okay, so this is literally the exact same game. Uh, I'll just stick to the leaf green that I have. <laughs> yeah, they they kind of are. They're just they're just different Pokemon, I guess. Sometimes, and then the story and everything, the actions, it's all very repetitive. Um, Nate, what about you? Do you have a favorite game or games? Games. <laughs> well, first of all, the Uncharted franchise. Solid. Mm, Solid choice. You can't go wrong. <laughs> That's where the Nate come from. Nate, oh, yeah. okay, okay. All right, so your your username is actually after Nate. Nathan Drake. Yeah, and uh, the yeah, also the Driver franchise, at least the two, the first two, and uh, San Francisco. Mm. Well, Tanner is uh, also a part of the of my nickname. Okay, is Tanner well, from you. Drive? Driver. Yeah. Not oh, Driver. The, Apologies. No, <laughs> no, because uh, the no the movie Driver. Well, he's just a protagonist. He doesn't have a name. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, so Tanner is from. Driver, the game, and Nate is from Uncharted. That's cool. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Like, I appreciate like people's names coming together. It's like um, Ro- ah, Rono. Star- oh, fuck it. I can't say it. Chris, <laughs> you're gonna have to correct me on it. Just oh, Rono. Ron- 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 for, uh, for example, uh, sorry, Pagan, but Pagan McGrath. Well, I, <laughs> oh, well, outed. First of all, I think I thought it was a unique name because you were a fan of. Far Cry for Pagan and uh, the infamous for uh, McGrath. That is actually, yes. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that is it from now on. Absolutely, (laughs) yes. I'm going to actually change everything from Pagan Plays to just Pagan McGrath, and I'm going to go with that. Say that's what it is. Yeah, okay, I'm going to say that's what it is. It's a way cooler story. It's (laughs) it's also a lot easier for you to defend yourself when people say Pagan's not a name, and you're like, sure it is. It's a character from... Far Cry. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's not my name. It's just it's not my name from Far Cry. I can didn't I, think of that. Can I shout That's out? Genius. I thought I've yeah, been playing ahead. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and there's a bunch of times where characters are calling the Vikings pagans, pagans. and I I can't help but laugh every time I hear it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you cry Although, a little. Are, you know what though? I do get like I do get like. It's a strange one, but like the majority of celebrities in a lot of films have said my name because they've said pagan. They've said something about pagan. So I know George Clooney did it in, I presume, one of the Oceans movies. Um, Brad Pitt did it, I think, in Seven. And I'm like, ha ha ha, they've said my name. <laughs> like, this is a really stupid thing because I'm sure they've said a lot of names, especially if there's character names involved. But still, my name is very unique. But it's definitely from Pagan Min and Infamous. Yep. 100% true. Uh, Is there a game that you think would be really good to watch on Retro Replay? Mm. Is there a game that you're like, oh, I would love to see Nolan play this or a guest play that that has not yet been on? Mm. Metal Gear Solid? Mm. That's a good one. choice. It's a, it's a very popular choice, and then people have also asked for um, David Hayter to come on the show to do that. That'd be cool, I think. Yes, I mm. concur. Yeah, that'd be a really good one. Oh, well, then, I mean, like, follow-up question. Is there anybody that you'd like to see on the show? Like a guest or a voiceover actor or another actor or something like that? Or even coming back on the show, would you like to see them? Mm. Um, I would think... Uh... Laura Bailey or uh, her husband, ah. uh, Travis Winningham. Mm. Solid choices. 
Yeah. Solid choices. They are very funny people. I think yeah, they'd I really be doing like uh, do really well. You like Travis? Yeah. Do you guys Travis watch Critical so Role? Awesome. Uh, I've been meaning uh, to get into it, but I haven't. Too. I feel like it's time. Like those episodes are four hours long. It's a long time. And Travis will make you laugh all the time. Travis is a yeah. I think like he already has. I think I was watching um the first episodes though, and I don't think he's in the first season or the second season or something. Travis, he is. Was he Critical Role? Yeah, he's in there from the beginning. It's the only season of Critical Role I've watched. (laughs) Was the yeah. first season? <laughs> He's definitely in it. Yeah, the first season I, sums up everything for you. Yeah, I think I think I, I don't know. I need to go back and watch these if I have time. If I'm ever like, I feel like I feel like Critical Role. It was like if you're ever stuck in the snow and there's no jobs. Like if I had a normal job and COVID shut everything down and was like, hey, you can't work anymore because COVID. We'll call you when we're open. That would be the series I would get into. I'm like, oh, well, I guess my life is going to turn into Critical Role. That is, that's planned. Right? That just seems like the natural, <laughs> the natural choice. It's a good plan. Four hours. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a great plan. Now that's what I'm going to do. Just uh, I, just after this podcast, uh, watch Critical <laughs> Role. Critical Role. <laughs> Perfect. Don't You're watch welcome, us. Laura Bailey and Rick Travis William. <laughs> watch Critical Role. <laughs> no, I mean, I've seen all the virtual replay. Oh, I know. On a few times. And oh, those those episodes just never get old. They're just brilliant. I was in the habit of watching Critical Replay as like my go to bed kind of show. Critical Replay? Critical Role? C- critical Role. <laughs> Did I say Critical, critical Replay? Re- yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I watch Critical Role on one screen and Retro Replay on another screen. And I make a new show out of those things combined. Oh, my God. Perfect. <laughs> But I was going to say that when I try to, I, I had to stop doing that because uh, there's a lot of volume disparity in that show. Oh, as far as like, it'll be like they're talking and you can barely hear them talking. So I had to turn it up and then they'll start laughing and the laughing is insanely loud. And if you happen to share a bed with someone who's trying to sleep <laughs> and that laughing. It's not good. Yeah. Anywho. I have this, I have the same issue now. Like we bought a, a semi-detached house, which I've never really lived in for a very long time. Like a very long time, I've not lived in a semi-detached. So now when we're like in the bedroom and it's like late and I'm watching TV, I have to be aware of like how loud it is, and my volume is set to like four. And I'm still like, oh, is this too loud? Can they hear that? I don't know. Like, Semi-detached is not a term I'm familiar with. Is that kind of like a townhouse where it's like, it's one building, but your walls are like next to each other. So you have like a condo yes. that's sided next to another one. Yes. So you so have a common have, wall shared with another person. We have a common wall shared. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is so strange for me. I was like, I was so against this and I wasn't liking it, but the house is lovely and the place is nice. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's super weird coming back into this because now I'm also like aware of just volume control. And then when I'm laughing too hard, I'm like, am I laughing too loud? Can they hear me? Oh, they probably can hear me. And then that's in the bedroom and I'm like, oh, it's going to ruin their evening <laughs> from like 10 or 11 o'clock. Oh, anyway. I'm sure you'll get go. that person like banging on the wall like, shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah, I'm expecting like a note through the post box any day to be like, hey, can you shut up? <laughs> like, 
Yep, sorry, of course I can. My bad. Uh, speaking of volume, and laughing too hard, actually. Laughing too hard probably is the better, um, is the better segue. Let's go with that. Speaking of laughing too hard, <laughs> Metro Replay was on this week. <laughs> and we got a couple episodes. We got Get Good with Valorant and Cuphead. So funny. Um, Uncle Noli had some Thanksgiving questions. Which had... I was just like, okay, this is great. Cause Good information for all you folks overseas who don't exactly <laughs> celebrate Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's fair, <laughs> actually. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, the 100th episode. 100th episode! Congratulations, Retro Replay. Uh, um, for Retro Replay, where they played South Park, and it was a Thanksgiving special. Um, yeah, so let's, let's, let's discuss, shall we? Uh, get Good, did anybody catch it this week? Um, nope. No. Nope. That's okay. <laughs> we'll write you down. I actually did not catch it this week. Normally, I will watch the edited version, and I saw that they played Cuphead, and I was like, yeah. oh, they played Cuphead again. Cool. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I would say about um this week's then, I think, like, yeah, like, they played Cuphead before. Valorant was hilarious because they couldn't get it working, and Oh, is that Epic what this games- was? Was yeah, this where and- Liam couldn't get signed into his uh, Valorant yeah. account? Or, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, because Epic Games won't let you, the Epic Games Store won't let you um, change region. You need to sign, you make a new account per region yeah. that you play in. So when he was trying to change region, like it wouldn't let him, so he'd have to go and set up a new account. And it's in the Riot meantime, Games, isn't it? Is it right? I thought it was I think, Epic. I think Riot is the host of that game, the creators oh, of uh, League well, of Legends. Oh, you're right. It was, yeah, sorry, apologies. Okay. It was Riot. Oh, interesting. I think somebody in the comments had said Epic. Epic. Sorry, apologies. Yes, um, Riot Games. But their servers won't let you change regions, so you need to create mm. an account and everything. And it was just the funniest thing to watch because in the meantime, Todd was doing, like, the tutorial or the run-through or whatever and killing it. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, why? I don't, wa- I don't want you to do this. Like, why is that just constant commentary be like, no, that's not what I asked you to do. Dude, why? And then... Uh, <laughs> And then Todd was in game and was like, okay, well, let me leave and I'll join you. And he's like, uh, I can't leave the game. He's like, no, you can't leave a game in Valorant. Like, you have to complete the game. What? Why would you do that? Like, uh, great. And then, like, Todd's just like, this is this is great. This is so good. <laughs> and Liam's like, why do you enjoy the game? Are you like it? And he's like, no, it's the worst game ever. I want to leave and then immediately uninstall this game. <laughs> and they did. They left the game and they uninstalled it. They deleted it off their PC. Um, and I think that's hilarious because Valorant really got a lot of, um, I guess it got a lot of hype when it came out. Yeah, I remember us talking about Valorant kind of... back when that game first came out, and we both tried playing yeah. it. I think. Did you? Get I hadn't a tried to? playing it. No, okay, I, I did try it. You had the beta, right? Mm-hmm. And Everybody I didn't get was into streaming it. it. Mm-hmm. It was a huge thing because it's like a mix between Counter Strike and Overwatch. Yeah. Something like that, <laughs> which is so funny <sighs> of them talking about it. He's like, "Hey." you know what what's the story behind valorant i think it was actually drew that asked him he's like what's the story behind valorant <laughs> and liam was like well they probably saw overwatch and was like that'll make us money let's make that game but also counter strike's a pretty good game let's make both games and put them together <laughs> like, and hopefully they'll get us money and you know what it did like fair play fair play riot you did actually get money for that game people are still playing it. and now liam's never gonna play it again Liam is never playing that game again. It's deleted off of his hard drive. He's just like, nope, 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 fucking delete. It's crap. Have you ever done that <laughs> <So>. before? 
download Actually, a game. Actually, yeah. Have you ever rage quit so hard you deleted the game? No. That never mm. happened to me. <laughs> no, never. Even if I, even because I, I played the Bloodborne once. Mm. Oh. The, I didn't do the I didn't do the first boss because there is a shortcut that I need to that I need to get because when you because when I die I always respawn at the beginning of the level and if I and if I take the shortcut to the first boss so there well there is uh, nothing much to lose but every time I die uh, I die uh, during the process but I was. Okay, fuck it. I just, <laughs> I just quit. I just quit the game. I, I haven't del- deleted it. Oh, I haven't okay. installed it, and uh, I was just waiting for a good time to replay it. Go back and, mm. and make it right. There's never a good time. <laughs> Bloodborne I is awesome. So hard, I love Bloodborne. Like, never yet. Um, I don't know. I don't. I can't remember a game that I've ever done that to. Sophie, did you ever do it? Uh, no, never. I'm very persistent with. <laughs> Any game that tries Sophie to never says quit. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie will like beat the boss, like the boss battle in like forty eight hours. And she's like, I, this, this is gonna take me all night. It's gonna take me all night. I fucking, I'm going. Yeah, I, I don't have patience for that. <laughs> I try three all times. Right, I'm I like, just oh. beat the boss. Oh, it's already done. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, wait, what day is it? <laughs> Nate, it's Christmas. <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> You've been playing this game for 25 days. Wait, what? <laughs> Probably. Um, I have very, like I have such little patience when it comes to this kind of stuff that I almost rage quit Astrobot. Mm, what? Astro's Playroom. That's yes, right. We needed to discuss this because we talked about it last week. You hadn't played yeah. Astro's, bo- Astro, Astro's Playroom Astro's yet. Astro's Playroom. Yeah. So I was playing it and there's the stupid fucking levels and I just... Listen, I see what you're trying to do here, Sony. I understand that motion controlling is a thing you'd like to show off. However, it's completely irrelevant in every other game that I've ever played, except for um, Heavenly Sword. And I and like the the uh, what's the access called? The access, like if you're shaking the controller in Last of Us Two or Last of Us One. X-axis? You mean like the... Six axis. Yeah. Like, you, you know controller. what I mean? Like, you have a... Yeah. You're talking about the plane? So, like, Y-axis, no, like, X-axis. I mean, <laughs> probably, actually. <laughs> All of your fucking algebra, I don't care for it. Like, it's probably not even algebra. Um, no. I just feel like the motion controller is not necessary. And it killed me so many fucking times. Which part? The, the, the popper so, frog thing or the monkey suit the popper frog thing in some places and then it was the um oh crap there's i'm trying to think of it like there's like spinning coins and like you're yeah there's only so many things you can do in that game there's a glider that's motion controlled there's the monkey suit that's motion controlled yeah so it's definitely the glider it's not the monkey or the frog it's the the glider thing and then you have to yeah listen i just i i couldn't i kept dying kept going into like the spikes which would blow me up or um like dynamite shit that would blow me up and i'm like you know what i am done with this i'm not happy about it and adam's like i'll get you through it through and i'm like yeah okay 
good for you. Okay, bye bye. <laughs> yeah, okay, bye bye then. Like, I just can't, I don't understand why that's a thing. So, anytime there's a motion in a game where, like, your actual controller is the directional pad, I guess, I'm rage quitting so hard. I don't care for that because I suck. So, I just have my motion controls story. in general. Yeah, but I mean, I like, I mean, that. It didn't make me want to rage quit so hard that I was going to delete the game. But, oh boy, did it make me not want to touch Astro's Playroom for a while. Because you have to complete the level to actually finish the game. Yeah. Anyway, that was a, it was a hard time for me. See, now, and I thought that game was so cute and so charming. And I did have some issue with some of those parts. But other than that, it wasn't a huge deal. Other than that... It was really cute and really charming, and like the little like, like um, homages to like Uncharted and Last of Us and like Bloodborne and things like that. I'm like, this is mm-hmm. so cute. I love it. I love it. I love it. Do you Solid guys know horrible. what we're talking about? Like, do you know about Astro's Playroom on the PlayStation Five? I heard about mm-hmm. it. Okay. Oh, okay. Just so you're not like sitting here, just like do 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 do. Yeah, that's true. I'm very sorry. That was my that was my bad. It's so, a this is a PlayStation Five demo. It's game. like a packing yeah. game yeah. on the PS Five, and it's a love letter essentially to PlayStation, and it's all about PlayStation everything. So the game takes place within the PS Five itself. So you're actually like wandering around inside of a virtual PlayStation Five, and you're on these adventures essentially to collect PlayStation memorabilia. And there's a lot of yes. little homages and cameos. And there's all these little robots that are, like, dressed up like PlayStation characters. So you'll come across, like, Nathan Drake. You'll come across Kratos. You know, you'll come across yes. Laura Croft. Oh, so but it's, like, these little robot, like, like almost cosplay versions of them. So did you go? Did you see the Kratos on the beach level? Like, he's on the yeah. boat with the, the kid yeah. robot? So cute. Yeah. This stuff, like, that stuff kills me. Like, I, anytime I come across that, like, I would have, like, a little freak out. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's so cute. And Adam had already played it. And he's like, yeah. Yep. It's cute. <laughs> I'm like, no. I agree with me on how amazing this is. Um, no, other than that, it was really, really cute. But I did rage quit. <laughs> Ash's player. <laughs> I'm not the best gamer. Let's all, let's all, like, we all know. The only game I can and... think of that I downloaded, installed, tried to play, couldn't get it to go was fallout 76 was that because of the glitches and stuff i think it was a glitch because like i hit start and i like made a character and then i started the game and then it crashed and then i yeah that game was known for that i couldn't get the game to start and actually go into the game so i'm just like well that was fun and i uninstalled it (laughs) (laughs) yeah see that's i i 100 remember me playing a game hating it and then deleting it and i have no idea what it was it was years ago, obviously. I think I must have been on PlayStation 3, maybe. Maybe early mm. PlayStation 4. And I was playing something, and I was like, yep, nope, hate this game. It's awful. And then I would quit it, and then I just deleted it. No idea what it is, though, and it's it's lost in the ether, so we'll never know. Um, moving on to Thanksgiving. Oh. Um, we had Retro Replay, and we also had some, like, Uncle Noli questions. Um, I don't know if anybody has anything on Retro Replay and Uncle Noli. Did everybody catch Uncle Noli this week? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys did! Oh, fantastic! Anything um, that like just made your mind boggle, or you know, choke on tea or something? Did you guys have a funny moment? <laughs> I do remember laughing, but I, <laughs> I don't remember anything that he said in that episode. I'm going to be honest. There's a lot That's of okay. gobble gobble. 
Yes. I got one. Yeah. I kind of like that. I'm here for it. I'm here for the sound. I enjoyed that. Um, Nate, what about you? Did you have anything from this episode that you wanted to like mention or favorite question or anything? Uh, not particularly. Just uh, what? Just uh, every time that he uh, concludes his answer, well, the first, the two first gobble gobble. Well, I just took, <laughs> I was took by surprise. I think it's great. I think like um, I I like that they're themed. I think it's really cute that it's like. Thanksgiving themed. I have hope that he was going to end every one of them with gobble gobble and just ride that all the way down, like through the entire episode. I feel like he yeah, I was expecting that too. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, yeah, you're so right though, Dad. Like, it does throw up some insight for, um, for I guess people who don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And he asked, like, people were asking, like, what's it about? And what's yeah. your favorite part of Thanksgiving? Which clearly is the turkey. If anybody hadn't seen that episode, it's the turkey. It's the turkey. Mm. <laughs> it's just his favorite part of Thanksgiving. Well, he did a really good job of prefacing the episode of like, you know, this will help our, you know, EU audience because there are so many outside of America fans of Retro Replay. And obviously, mm. if you're outside of America, you most likely don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Yeah. So um, it started off with a question from a friend of the show, Hannah, Tiny Hannah, you Tiny. Know, basically asking, you know, like explain Thanksgiving yeah. to us because we don't know. Um, yeah. And he kind of hit the nail on the head and what it's about. And I also concur with pretty much everything he said, including the <laughs> mushroom soup, green bean casserole. I like green bean casserole. Okay. okay. I'll eat it every year. But mushroom soup, cream of mushroom soup in a can is just <laughs> like, I don't okay. like mushrooms. I hate mushrooms. So. All right. Okay. <laughs> well, that that makes sense. If you, yeah, if you don't like mushrooms, then you're definitely not going to like it. I will say though. I tried it this year. I made mm. my own cream of mushroom soup from scratch um, while I was following Basics with Babish um, on, on YouTube. And it's so tasty. Holy crap. I'm not cream a of massive fan of... Yeah. Okay. I'm not a massive fan of mushrooms. And I actually don't eat soup. Sorry, Drew. Um, <laughs> but What are you even doing here, Peyton? <laughs> Get out. There's the door. I was only at that don't let it hit convention you with a friend. In the behind. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sorry, my bad. But I eat tomato and basil soup. Does that help? No. Oh. <laughs> Fuck it, I thought that would redeem me. Because you um, say basil. I did... Basil? <laughs> I say basil, not basil. Basil. It might as well be basil. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. Anyways. Um, but I made the, like, the cream of mushroom soup, like, you, like, you can make it from, I guess, just scratch. You don't have to use it from a can. Because I would agree, anytime I'd see cream of mushroom soup in a can and then someone would open it and like eat it i'm like no 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 like it does not smell good this probably doesn't taste good it's just a big fat nope whereas when i made it yesterday yeah when i made it yesterday i had to think of the day there um it was really tasty it was like fresh mushrooms um cream some stock uh garlic there were two cloves of garlic in that soup and it was really tasty uh, so yeah, I I disagree about the whole bean green bean casserole. Now that I know, now did that you I'm make educated. green bean casserole from your yeah fresh made soup? Okay, yeah. So that was the point of me making it. Like, so I made the the soup uh, thing first, and then like blanched the green beans, put them all together, and baked them in the oven, and it was dope. Real question for Nate: Do you have canned cream mushroom soup in France? <laughs> we have that. You do. Yeah, I'm honestly say, like, surprised. I feel like do. France would be the yeah. one country that says, "Nah, fuck that 
American bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> we don't can our soup. Oh, wait, let's take some mushrooms. Let's make some soup with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They make everything from, from scratch. Uh, newsflash, though. Grace Frick. I know. Yeah. Shout out to Grace, friend of the show. She makes every soup she's ever had from scratch. She's never had soup from a can. Mm. Good way like, to live. Somebody wife her already because she's a domestic goddess and she's amazing. So, like, I would never be able to be like, yeah, I feel like some tomato and basil soup. I'm just going to go make it. Heck no. Just get it out if I can. What's her number? Somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Nate. <laughs> Perfect answer. I'll let me through. <laughs> Catch, catching the line. <laughs> um, yes. Here Call Senator Pagan. Uh, yeah, that's me. My day to day. Uh, yeah. Do you guys have you guys ever experienced Thanksgiving, or like, are you curious about it at all, Nate and Sophie? What do you got? What are your thoughts on Thanksgiving? Uh, Sophie, if you want, to, if you want to answer first. <laughs> uh, the only time I've experienced Thanksgiving was yesterday when I played Turkey Day on Animal Crossing. Ah, mm. oh my God! I should have loaded <laughs> Animal Crossing yesterday. Oh, I missed that. Oh, fuck. Oh, Me too. Yeah. Turkey day. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> if only I knew. I know. I'm the same. Somebody had reminded me I would have played it because I haven't touched that game in ages. Interestingly uh, enough, I had recently played Animal Crossing again, but I don't have it anymore. I, I borrowed it. And I had given it back before Thursday. Oh, and you could have played Just it Just did take for Turkey Day. Yeah. Well, I had my own Turkey Day. I had real Turkey Day, so... I'm okay. That's true. That's true. I'm still like filled to the back of my throat with pie and stuffing and whatnot. <laughs> um, what about you, Nate? Do you have any like experience with Thanksgiving or? Well, no. I just no. Uh, heard. Ab- I just oh. heard about the story uh, about Thanksgiving uh, when I was in high school, but that's it. I see. Yeah, I gotta say when. Hannah asked a question about like what's Thanksgiving all about type thing. No one talked about like food and family and coming together and being grateful and such. And I was just like, that doesn't answer my question about what's Thanksgiving about. Maybe I should have said, why is there Thanksgiving? Maybe that mm. that should have been my question because I still have no idea why there is a Thanksgiving. And I'm fascinated that Canadians have different thanksgivings well if you think about like pj had talked about it on the show proper when he came on Mm -hmm. and he talked about how for canadians it's about the harvest you know yeah which makes sense but what what's your thanksgiving about um well the way it's taught to like americans in school is very like pg PG rated like kids friendly like it was the pilgrims making friends with the Indians, and the Indians showed them how to make things, and then they had a feast together. Like, it's a lot of like false tunes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's definitely not how it happened. It's a lot of they nice should make, make, should make this movie about this. They should. They, I feel like they definitely Pocahontas. have somewhere. <laughs> yeah, probably. Actually. Genocide, uh, murder. <laughs> yeah. Um,. Yeah, it's a really interesting one because we and were then, just like baffled by what was it? Uh, Steph mentioned too, like the whole thing about, or it was one of the fun facts the on the episode where um, who was it? Sarah Hale. Sarah Hale, yes. Right, the whole uh, setting up Thanksgiving as a national holiday, like 
Thanksgiving as we know it is a little bit more fabricated. <laughs> as yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. let's make a holiday about this thing, you know. And... I don't... I'm not too opposed to it, if I'm honest. Like, the fact that Sarah Hill had to convince Lincoln to make it a holiday, I think is kind of like... that. I mean, I'm fine with it. I, the... I, I don't mind that it's an actual, like, oh, yeah, this is based I... off of... I would say the true origins of Thanksgiving are probably closer to, like, PJ's version of it, where it's more about the celebration of the harvest. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of, like, around that time frame of, like, before winter, when you have, like, the most of your stores, and you're like, okay, let's have a big feast kind of thing. Let's get everybody together and, you know, share in our bounty. You know, that's probably more of the truer origins. Like, playing Stardew Valley and getting all them harvested. Yeah, yeah, that's it. They were all just playing Stardew Valley. What did you do in Animal Crossing? What was Thanksgiving in Animal Crossing? Turkey Day? <laughs> um, Actually, yes. Uh, a turkey called Franklin came, and uh, you basically had to go around and get ingredients for four dishes he was making. So you didn't eat him, though? <laughs> yeah, poor Franklin doesn't know what's coming. Like, he does not know what's about to hit him. <laughs> uh, well, Please get me all the ingredients, and then as all of the townsfolk just gather around and yeah. bring him his ingredients, and then they all put him in a giant pot. And then they pop them in the oven. <laughs> like, the Hansel and all Gretel onions, version. And celery. And, yeah. <laughs> no, that, that sounds like amazing. A... I would love to see that on Animal Crossing. I would love to see Animal Crossing, like, turn Go dark. really strange. And you're just like, oh, I was not expecting this today. <laughs> like, I'd love to see that. It sounds like a perfect sketch for, like, a robot chicken episode. Yes. Actually, yeah. It really does. It sounds like a alternate dimension version of Turkey Day. Like, thanksgiving is like yeah so there's this giant turkey that told us to collect all of our ingredients and then we just were friends and we ate together yeah. the g version <laughs> of it this could go so wrong there could be so <laughs> many weird jokes that i could make here but i won't <laughs> for no, woody's stopping you no i know <laughs> it's very funny but i i i won't <laughs> i'll save it for later um yeah it was it was interesting um i don't i don't know that much about thanksgiving i was lucky to take part in one thanksgiving which is pretty cool as Um, we all know if you've watched the episode (laughs) i was gonna say which brings us on to the episode the main thanksgiving episode 100th episode of retro replay where they deep fried a turkey and uh all sorts of shit happened and it was just amazing um what did you guys think of this episode let's throw it to nate (laughs) i thought it was wholesome what did you guys think yeah Well, I think it was awesome too, not because of the Thanksgiving theme, but because they reached a milestone. Mm. Yeah. 100 episodes, wow. Yeah. That, incredible. Well, yeah, when I saw that it was the 100th episode, so I thought we got a long way to do. <laughs> uh-huh. It's, a bit, it's like been such a wild ride, like three three seasons, effectively, three levels. Yeah. Um just yeah what the fuck 100 episodes i didn't even know didn't even notice well and i well (laughs) i was thinking when they when they uh redo retro replay but this time the covid version isn't this season four no season four is next year oh okay yeah, because mm-hmm. because it, like I see I see your logic there because like they changed midway through their season because after Troy left they started the Zoom 
um, calls, I guess, with Uncharted, and they did Uncharted 3 playthrough. So it was a completely different style. And then they had the retro replay episodes via Zoom when the studio was open, mm-hmm. which seems like a whole new level. Um, but yeah, technically, no, technically, this is the season four sets. Yeah. They basically look at it as the year is one level of the show. Yeah, it's the oh. content in that level. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I've only just seen on the uh, website, too, where they they call it, when it's still Troy, it's level three. When it's after Troy, it's level three Redux, is what they have effectively named. Oh, I didn't see that. Yes. I actually just saw that today. It's interesting. Did you? Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, Sophie, what about you? Did you have any thoughts about this episode, this special Thanksgiving 100th episode? I thought it was very wholesome, too, and uh, I liked that the whole crew was there. Everyone showed up. It was, it was yeah. really nice. That was awesome. So, yeah, it was cool to see people we don't ever see, like Paul and Stephanie mm. and PJ. Yeah. Um, Drew wasn't on the show. I can't, <laughs> Drew, you can hear Drew. Can't believe you didn't. They didn't get Drew to sit on the chair. Like I almost assumed his cage. It was probably <laughs> Drew who said, "No, I don't want to." <laughs> he's stuck in his cage there's no point in putting him on the show Leave when this has been such a great show yeah exactly <laughs> he was off in the corner um, and his yeah, tomato I bread like that they didn't. <laughs> it's tomato bread it's tomato cake cake it's cake <laughs> cake it looks like bread somebody needs to make that somebody needs to make that they did challenge yeah. the replayers to do it and me and Brandy thought did. Like, we might try it yeah it's a good idea I was thinking the same thing because I was like I have tomato soup why not? I have it in my yeah. <laughs> I just need a bread tin, which I have from and chocolate bread. frosting. I do not have chocolate frosting. I I imagine it's probably a really it's tasty cake. It's probably not if bad, nobody, honestly. Yeah, if nobody knows what we're talking about, we're talking about the sh- the show notes from um the show where they showed a picture of a a recipe printed in 1950 in Women's Day magazine, and it was called <laughs> the article is called Tips to Housewives. Mm. It aged really well. <laughs> and it was a magic tomato soup cake. And it just sounds great. It's butter, sugar, cake flour, a clove or cinnamon. Uh, one, oh, sorry. One teaspoon each of clove, cinnamon, and nutmeg. Salt, a whole can of tomato soup, and then one teaspoon of soda. I think it's probably going to taste really good. The fact that it's covered with chocolate frosting, I'm like, I'm interested in it. But there's no chocolate in the cake, which makes me... <laughs> question slightly things. yeah slightly question things i'm like but there's no vanilla essence there's nothing else in here so it's gonna taste like tomatoes listen I, it could be amazing <laughs> if you guys do it let me know how it is if i do it i'll let you know how it is. we but, might whoa. try it yeah go for it go for it i will say um, it was nice seeing some faces on there especially between seeing like pj you know and yeah. paul which we don't normally see paul unless you happen to join in on like the members live chats um and, of course, we got to see Steph, you know, friend of the show. She's been on here before. And, of course, our very own Pagan made an appearance. Me. Aren't you special? Aren't <laughs> I special? I was so honored to be even asked um, to go on the show. I was like, oh, God, okay. Like, as a guest, like, I know I'm there for the replay seg- segment, and I'm just mm-hmm. counting the points and stuff, which is absolutely fine. I love that. But, like, to be actually like, hey, do you want to sit down with Nolan? And have like a little a little conversation about Thanksgiving. I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds fine. I am okay with it. How was uh, that? Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it was really interesting. I wasn't. I nobody. I 
it's all off cuff. Uh, I don't know what mm. to expect. I know what they're gonna ask me, and I'm very fortunate to have experienced a Thanksgiving, so I do have context. Mm. Um, I'm still fascinated about the yams thing. I want to try <laughs> the yams with marshmallows. I'd need to make it. I got the ingredients the other day, and I was I had full intentions to make it, but I ran out of time. Mm. So maybe maybe one day soon. Maybe for Christmas. I might do it for Christmas. Anybody else ever try yams Thanksgiving style? I can't imagine you guys would. It's They're like, nah. No. <laughs> I've only recently had yams, and like it was one of those things where I'm like, I don't see how this could be good, but it is pretty good. It's it's just very sweet. It's a very sweet like potato type dish. Yeah, I was gonna say that like, is it sweet or is it a sweet potato dish? So like, when you're tasting it, it just tastes like mushy sweet potatoes. Sort of, yeah. I mean, it's. I would it say it's a sound little. Appealing. It's not. It doesn't have the same taste as a sweet potato, though. It's okay. it's just still like a sweet starchy taste, because mm, it is technically okay. in the same family, like known set of like tubes. <laughs> Tub- tubular family tubes. or something like that. A tuber family. Yeah. Very cute. Um. Yeah, and then you have to put brown butter. As soon as he said brown sugar, I was like, I'm on board. Yeah, it sounds you're... great. My reaction. They cover it in marshmallows. Zoom. You bake oh. it in marshmallows. <laughs> like, I think it's great. There's a like, layer of marshmallows on top of it. I'm sold. It you just bake sounds... marshmallows in anything. I'm like, yeah, sign me up. I'm trying to think of like if it's close to like almost like a, a sweet squash type of taste. If you've had any sweet squash. I feel it. Mm. Pumpkin pie? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not too dissimilar, honestly. It's not too strange. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, might, I might try it. I might try it. Have you guys ever, um, Nate and Sophie, have you ever tried American recipes like that when they're doing something in, in Thanksgiving? So they have like, whatever it is, mac and cheese, um, mm. the green bean casserole, sweet potato pie, uh, anything like that. Have you guys anything ever tried any Thanksgiving, traditional Thanksgiving sides? Mm. No. No. no sorry. <laughs> mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah, that's mm. fair. Mac and cheese is a pretty common one everywhere, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but a good I don't one, even and think I, of mac and cheese as a common side dish for Thanksgiving. It was definitely available, I think, in maybe some people have it. I feel like a lot of people will make mac and cheese as a like alternative to people who don't want the other stuff. Yeah, everybody likes mac and cheese. And if you've never was, had mac and cheese, you will like it. I can guarantee it. <laughs> I was expecting more side salads. I was expecting more like fresh salads and stuff, and. There's none nope. of that. <laughs> not on Thanksgiving, there isn't. No, not on Thanksgiving. Um, it was all like starchy. It's all or starches and carbs. Covered in bacon. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Uh, it was really good. I also got like, during that time while I was over there for Thanksgiving, they did something called, oh my God, I can't remember really what it, fuck, country boil? Is that a thing? Country boil. It might be a southern oh, thing because you went to Georgia, right? Yeah. Okay. Is it is it called a, a a low country boil? That's exactly what it's called, a low country boil. And that was the weirdest experience I've. I'm ever not familiar had. with that, so. But it was fucking fantastic and really fascinating. So essentially, you have this giant pot outside, mm. and you put everything you want in it. So a lot of the time, it's like um, corn and vegetables like potatoes and carrots and such I was like say, that, that and sounds like also... a almost like a crab or crawfish boil 
Yeah. So th- yes. So then you would put like seafood mm-hmm. in it, but you could also have like chicken or whatever. Like you mm. could put not beef or anything, but like usually chicken or fish. That's a very um, southern thing. Yeah, and then they served it on the table, but like no plates or anything. They just they just served it out on the table, and I thought this was so weird. Maybe Sophie and Nate are like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> but literally on the table. So you have a table and a tablecloth, and then all the food went on the tablecloth. Mm. the fish everything and then it was like a free-for-all everybody could come outside and just grab whatever you wanted yeah that was super interesting wow just the strangest thing i've ever seen before in my life i was like i don't understand what's happening why is there no place i've seen that on a few (laughs) cooking shows before and especially like some southern restaurants serve that way it's a very southern thing i've never actually had it myself it must be it must be a southern thing i it was just really eye-opening because i was like why like, like why? And obviously, it's not just like a tablecloth, tablecloth. Like it, it would be like a, like either one that you're gonna throw away or like newspaper. A lot of the time, it's newspaper. But yeah, it was super fascinating. And essentially, it's just like this large stew that gets drained, and you eat everything else. So like you eat whatever fish or crab or shrimp or whatever was in there with the corn and stuff. But it's all on the table. It was a weird experience, but that was fun. That was fun. Um, I put in a lot of facts for this week this week's episode and they got to some of them but they didn't uh have everything so let's have a look at some facts um around 46 million turkeys are eaten every year at thanksgiving 46 million to put that in context that's the same number of that that there are people in spain so the population of spain is 47 no 46.7 million and America eats 46 million turkeys. So we consume all of Spain every year. Essentially, yeah. This, yeah. In turkeys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, you do. Um, which, is, which is actually pretty cool. Um, what else do we have here? We've, the soup fact obviously made it onto the show. About 80 million pounds of cranberries are consumed during Thanksgiving. Um, and that is equated to 5,062,500 gallons of jellied cranberries, which is enough to fill nearly eight Olympic-sized swimming pools. What the fuck? Why are you drinking fat? Why? Uh, mm. I can't believe that it's like it's 80 million pounds of cranberries. Like, holy shit. That's, that's, that's a lot of food. We Americans um, like to go out all out when it comes to the holidays and things. I'm I'm fine with it. And the the average American will eat between 2,500 and 4,500 calories on Thanksgiving. I'm okay with it. That does not surprise <laughs> like, me at all. It, uh, yeah. I would do that on Christmas. What about you guys? Do you actually... Here's the question. So I know that like, their Thanksgiving dinner is actually very similar to maybe what our Christmas dinners are like, right? So we have lots of sides and things like that, but not the same way. But what are your Christmas dinners like? Do you guys usually have a chicken or a turkey? Do you have side dishes? Um, Sophie? <laughs> well, uh, Sophie? <laughs> you asked yeah. it first, Sophie. <laughs> we used to have uh, like a huge family gathering for a few years back, and the, we would have to extend the table and That's fill nice. it with food. There was so much food. Uh, we usually have a, for Christmas a chicken and beef combo mm. with meat. Interesting. 
do you have much um like on um, terms of size like do you have roast potatoes or i think americans are mashed potatoes like you guys are predominantly a mashed potato culture depends on uh, the we have roast potatoes yeah i think roasties are very common in yes. europe and in the uk yeah. nate what about you do you have chicken or some people have fish uh well me it's a mixture of uh, chicken boiled eggs rice well we well just like uh, in the u.s uh, in my family we just go for it mm. yes. well, i, like to hear. I am so happy about this yeah so mm. am i it's just a free-for-all yeah. yeah just because we yeah just because uh, we are we are a lot in the house just uh family members uh friends of cousins everything so we have to go all out is there anything nice. unique that you guys like to serve or have for the holidays like any dish that like we haven't talked about or haven't mentioned as far as like thanksgiving or christmas goes rice just plain white rice no yeah. just not just plain white rice, but uh, with uh, just uh, we are just uh, some uh, tomato sauce and everything. Okay. Nice. See, because like, a... there's a unique dish that I always like to have around the holidays for Thanksgiving and stuff. We didn't do it this year because it's a lot of work, but like, um, it's you take celery and cut it up into like quarters, and then you mm-hmm. put cream cheese in the celery, and then you chop up green olives and put that on top of it, and that's like a appetizer. Have you heard anything like that before? No, it sounds disgusting. You're not it's so lie. good. Nope, <laughs> it's so good. Nope, and I'm just saying, but well, why not do that for this Christmas? I, I always make rum should, balls for Christmas. You should tweet us. I make rum balls for Christmas every year. Rum balls? Rum balls. <laughs> what, what <do> you mean? <laughs> They're little balls of chocolate and pastry, essentially, that are soaked in rum, and you get drunk eating them. <laughs> I don't know about these. I've just never had them before. Huh? Mm. It's essentially um, uh, vanilla wafers. Like, uh, oh yeah. You crush them up and then you mix it. I forget exactly what all about. It's a uh, like no bake, no cooking. You just mix up the mixture. You put it in like a cup of rum or something, and then you form it into little balls and put powdered sugar on them. Oh. So good. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, they kind of sound like um, like just liquidy, liquidy alcoholic truffles sort of yeah kind of yeah mm-hmm. sophie what about you anything like unique or anything that your family would do for christmas that we haven't really discussed here i don't think so we just have a traditional christmas usually no really special dishes any yorkshire pudding i can think of <laughs> oh yeah definitely tell me about yorkshire pudding because i've never had it before <gasps> Really? i've seen it but i've never had it Oh, it's just really delicious. And if you <gasps> fill it with gravy, I'm jealous. that's even better. Yeah. That sounds good. It's um, it's it's pastry essentially. Yeah. Um, it is just like pastry cups, but they're a strange kind of pastry. They're not at all flaky. Mm. Um, some of them can actually be almost like bubbly in texture in terms of like yeah. when you bite into them they have a crisp but they're like um almost spongy so that you'd have like a bit of resistance pulling away mm. so good filled with gravy like sophie yeah. said but a lot of them are cooked in um or coated in fat mm. so in like like beef dripping which would be like beef fat ones or duck dripping or something You're like oh yeah yeah 
See, now that goes, that, like, <laughs> it flies in the face of what an American thinks of as pudding. But I know it's yes. it's a savory thing, not a sweet thing. But, like, the idea of, yeah. the idea of pudding, I think of, you know, like, jello pudding cups. Yes. But it's not at all that. But it's still, the, the description and the way I've seen the way they look, I'm like, that looks like something I would eat the heck out of. <laughs> yeah, it's not, um, yeah, that's interesting. I don't know why they call it pudding, really. Like, it's mm. not really a pudding. It's just a pastry cup. Is mm. what it is essentially. It's just a round little pastry cup to hold your gravy. And I'm you just good get with real a, creative. I'm you good put with a gravy chicken cup in it that you eat. <laughs> yes, so good. Um, there's some places in the UK that will actually. I think there's some places in Ireland as well that will actually make a giant Yorkshire pudding mm-hmm. and serve your dinner on it. Oh, okay. It sounds like a soup, yeah. uh, like a bread bowl for soup here. Yes, kind of like that. So instead of the soup, imagine like turkey and stuffing and. The, the UK version of stuffing, not the American I want to go do that with all my Thanksgiving leftovers right now. Just go buy, like, yes. a loaf of bread and, like, core it out and put all my Thanksgiving can, um, food in it. You should look up how to bake them because I'm sure that they're easy to bake. Um, mm. And they're just so god darn tasty. Um, but you can, like, there's definitely, like, they get so creative, especially in the UK with Yorkshire puddings. I've seen them do the large ones where they'll serve your dinner in them. And I've also seen them do large ones that they will make a wrap out of your Christmas dinner. So, like, you have your turkey and your cranberry and like, whatever else and mashed potatoes and stuff, and they'll <laughs> wrap it, like, just a normal burrito wrap, and they'll give it to you, and you're like, yeah, I'm happy about this. This is all fine. It's good food. Mm. I it's think wrapped for your convenience. I'm loving <laughs> like, the irony of how, like, almost every time we record an episode of the podcast, we end up talking about talk food about somehow. Food. But this episode has been, like, injected with, like, you know, with a gravy <laughs> yes. syringe because it's a Thanksgiving discussion. <laughs> the thanksgiving discussion um i yeah i know it's interesting how we always just like default back to that um Hmm. but the episode was yeah like you said the episode was a lot about food we were talking like i was talking about food somehow with nolan (laughs) like so fuck's sake pagan (laughs) let's talk about south park a little bit i was gonna say let's let's move on to the south park episode uh south park part of this game where they played on n64 Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. is so cute. The first mission in South Park is um, you're fighting off turkeys, evil turkeys, something like that. Killer turkeys, basically, that have invaded your town and are trying to destroy the town. Mm-hmm. And you can pick any one of the South Park boys to play as. And then you go around and you peg snowballs and dodgeballs at them. Uh, have anybody else played this game? Has anybody played this game? Nate, Sophie, nothing. Nope. I sure have. I was waiting to see if they had. <laughs> no. No. Oh, man. I had honestly, like, I've talked about this game on our show before. I've mentioned it, and I've mentioned multiplayer elements. Completely forgot about what you do in the story of this game. And I was like, oh, my God, that's right. You have to fight off a horde of killer turkeys in the first level. Um, I played through this entire game, and each level is a little different. Like, they have the first few levels are thanksgiving turkey based and then they have like aliens and then uh gnomes like each segment of the game is based on a different episode of uh south park so there was an episode of south park way back when that had killer turkeys trying to like get revenge for thanksgiving essentially and if you notice there was like the big turkeys that had like the war paint on their face Mm -hmm. because there was a joke in the original episode of uh the turkeys being like braveheart (laughs) <laughs> yeah and it had like, kilts on yeah yeah and there was like the army of turkeys and there was the one turkey with the face paint and he was talking to the other turkeys just gobble 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 and they were all like 
<laughs> your re- your rendition of it is much better. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, this is an interesting one. I haven't played this game myself. I actually, I think I played the first chapter, this gobble gobble one, like this mm. the the fighting off killer turkeys. That's it though. That's all I've. That's On all the sixty four. Was it the Nintendo sixty four version? I don't know if it was like an emulator or something. It must okay. have been at a friend's house. Mm. We didn't have an we didn't have a Nintendo in my house. We only had PlayStation. Um, so yeah, it must have been at a friend's house. I think we went over, and I wasn't a massive fan of South Park at that time anyway because it was I'm such a goody two shoes. Like it was something that we weren't allowed to watch, so I didn't watch it, and I didn't really get the jokes <laughs> because they were all watching it, and they shouldn't be watching it because they were like really fucking young, and it's like an 18 show, or whatever. So. Yeah, I was like, we shouldn't be playing this game. That was uh, the game that I had told my parents that I wanted to get, like, for my birthday or Christmas or something, and had to, like, lie about the rating. <laughs> like, it's not bad, it's fine. And then it was the game I showed off to all my friends, like, he pees on the snowball, they swear. Like, you know, you didn't. nothing like that was in a video game before then. Pagan, are you lost? <laughs> you no, know, it's because uh work have just texted me and I said I might be running late. Ah. Because I have it seven. Well, um, we can wrap things up here pretty soon, I imagine. Yeah, probably, probably. Have is this um kind of game though, is this something that you guys would like to play? Are you guys a fan of South Park at all? Well yeah. I wanna well I'm not a fan of South Park particularly, but I love their show. But I never heard of the game before. The only mm. ge- the only stuff by game I heard about was the the Stick of Truth and the Fractured Butthole. The newer ones. <laughs> the only recent ones. I really wanted them to play the Fractured Butthole. <laughs> I think it's so funny. Come on, it's in the title. Let's play. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, I totally agree. And uh, when I watch South, South Park, well, obviously it's the French version. You should mm. you should watch the French version when you okay. can. Okay. Yes. Be- well, because uh, you know you know how Cartman uh, is horrible with everyone. Well, you should hear him in French. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I can only imagine, like pissed off French Cartman. Yeah, pissed off French Cartman must be funny. <laughs> I think like the like French is very colorful language as well when it comes to like swearing and cussing everybody out and uh, insulting people. So I think that would be really fun to watch, actually. <laughs> yeah, well, when uh, well, for example, when Cartman says that "fuck off," I'm gonna "fuck off," I'm going home. Mm. Yeah, something like that. Well, in French, it's just like that. Je vous emmerde et je rentre à ma maison. <laughs> I but, love your renditions. I'm I'm here for good. this. Like I'm here for this rendition. It's great. Yeah. Was it that aggressive in the French version? Because the American original version is "Screw you guys." I'm going with like "Screw you guys." I'm going home. You know. I think I'm it's wondering. The same. Like, it's that's just, what yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah, it's just the same. Well, well, I'm wondering if the French version aggressive. was more "fuck you" and not "screw you." Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but well, well, because in French, well, it's a uh, way more explicit. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Just in, like, ter- just is in it terms more of language. Yeah. Well, and about the "screw guys," I'm going home. It's just uh, like the American version, just about. Uh, 
not very aggressive, but just uh, explicit. Kind of, yeah. yeah, and kind of snub. Yeah, because like because, they didn't you know, swear because as we much. We all know Cartman. Yeah, that's fair. Sophie, what about you? Were you a fan of uh, South Park? I've uh, never seen South Park. Mm. That's okay. It's it's <laughs> no good. Problem. I think like it's definitely not everybody's taste. Um, and I think you do have to try and get into a few episodes. I think there's definitely even I, I'm pretty sure even I have this actually. I have this in the notes. I don't know why I'm thinking about guessing it. Um, the creators. I think one of them was like, I just wish the first four seasons didn't exist. Mm. Like they were like, oh, four, the first four seasons were like them finding their footing or whatever. And then after that, they really enjoyed the show. Um, and also, um, they actually pulled out of this project. The so game. Matt Stone, yeah, Matt yeah. Stone and Trey Parker, actually, they, they were like, yeah, let's go ahead with the game. And then after they did all the voicing and stuff, after recording all the audio clips, they pulled out of the project because they weren't happy with how it looked. Yeah. They weren't happy with that game and then like that's why yeah. it took so long for us to get a new proper south park game because they didn't mm-hmm. want to make any south park games unless it felt true to the show yeah well that's the problem because they the game was in a 3d style and they wanted it to be 2d like the show mm-hmm. so they're like just make it 2d and they're the actual creators who were making the game they're like no we can't um so they didn't bother and they just dropped out and weren't weren't very happy with it apparently yeah I was just say because the development team that made that game was also the studio that made Turok, which was a 3D shooter on the Nintendo 64 oh. back then. So it basically was built in the Turok engine. They basically took the Turok engine and then just slapped a like South Park skin on it, essentially. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Uh, I don't know the game though. Um, the other kind of interesting fact was there's some pretty great stuff in here. Like, I think, like, you know, if you really deep dive deep into, like, South Park facts, there's some really, really fascinating stuff. Like, um, the celebrities, some celebrities really wanted to be in the show, um, and they didn't care how they were in it. So they cast George Clooney as uh, the dog Sparky in one of the first episodes. I remember that. Yeah. And you would never know. I still you remember never watching those episodes as a kid, watching the whole episode, and then watching the credits, and it says... George Clooney George was the dog, and I'm like, was it really him or is that a joke? And it's because no, all the dog did was just burp, burp. that's it. That's all it was. Yep, because I think they wanted to get Seinfeld in, and hmm. he was like, no, because he wants. I think they wanted him to play like a an animal or something, or like do sounds, and he was like, no, I want to be a character. So he never got on, and George Clooney was like, I don't care, I don't care how I get on the show, I want to be on the show, and they cast him as, as Sparky, and it's pretty funny. Um, the other great fact I think is like just hilarious is the song Chocolate Salty Balls was almost a Christmas number one in the UK. Yeah. It was it was just missed just missed out on the top spot because of Spice Girls. <laughs> it was wrong. So your top charts that year in whatever it was, nineteen ninety eight, was Goodbye by Spice Girls. And then chocolate salty balls. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac Hayes, man, he's a he's got a wonderful voice. He'd be pretty funny, man. He's fucking pretty funny. Um, but it did apparently climb up to number one the following week, the week after Christmas. It was number one. I actually yeah. had a I had a I had a soundtrack for uh, South Park. I think the it might have been the movie. Or no, no, they did like a like a celebration thing that was like uh like a concert had been held in South Park, and it had all this music from the show. And had like 
Cartman sing Come Sail Away with me. And it had Chocolate Salty Balls on it and a bunch of other music. So, like, they had musical guests coming on the show at one point. I had that album as a kid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've never had that album. Uh, but it sounds fun. I think, like, they're just like, such a great tongue-in-cheek project. Uh, so, South Park's just never not going to be funny. The my, bet, the my best memory of South Park is the bigger, longer, and uncut. The movie. The movie. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I saw that movie in theaters. It's beautiful. <laughs> Multiple times. Yeah, it was times. a great film. I don't even know when that came out. Do we know? Oh, God. 99, 99? or 2000? 99. Yeah. So yeah. great. Great film. Um, yeah. So we're going to wrap it up here, guys. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this week's episode to talk about absolutely nothing. Uh, as food. usual. But food and, uh, and, and South Park. But thank you so much for joining. It's always such a pleasure to have you guys on. Um just as guests and replayers and get to know the community and it's so dope so i'm going to turn it over to you guys and see if you would like to publish anything or if you'd like to promote any socials where somebody could find you yeah so nate let's start with you where can somebody find you if they're looking to follow you on social media well at first on facebook and then on my twitch channel nice which was again nate tanner 31 100 perfect and come and coming soon, Nate knows. There it is. Nate knows. There that. it is. <laughs> coming soon. <laughs> right after Pagan Pause. Yeah. He's going to start announcing that this has been a five-second Pagan Pause. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That was, that was um, gold. That was it's genius. Um, Sophie, what about you? If somebody's looking to follow you on social media, do you have any social media that you would like to promote? Um. <laughs> No, I don't think so. That's no okay. Worries. No problem. You don't have to. It's not um you know it's like not obligatory like you, you can of course just yeah. say no. That's no problem at all. Well thank you guys so much for, for joining. I'm gonna go follow you on socials up. I already followed your Twitch, so it's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. Um thank you guys so much for, for joining us again. Thank you so much to Retro Replay, uh Cast and Crew for everything you do because without you this podcast would not exist. Thank you everybody for uh for a good show. Yeah. Thanks for having thank us. Thank you for inviting us. Thanks guys. Thank oh you god, it's our for pleasure. Yes, and if you um, ever need to reach out to the Retro Replay crew, you can do with members at RetroReplayShow.com if you're a member mm-hmm. and you need a question or your answers or your 12-month membership pins or your perks fulfilled, please, please, please reach out to me. Um, and in relation to asking them questions, we will get them answered right here on the show. So reach out to Podcast at gmail.com. And you can also find us on Twitter and Facebook, The Replayer Podcast, um, where you can DM us questions. If you want to be on the show, let us know. Let us know. Let us know. That's game over, folks. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Au revoir. Au revoir. It took me forever to realize Sayonara was Japanese. You took Japanese. I don't know. I know. I didn't know that it was that until I took Japanese. And I was like, wait, Sayonara is Japanese? And they're like, yeah. What did you think it was? I was like, I don't know. I never I never thought of it before. Mm. I just used it. I don't know. How weird. Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland 
Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.